Hey guys, we're so glad you're tuning into the Apex Students Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message from Apex Students, and we pray that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus. I have been both of these cats, <laughs> and I'm sure you have as well. I've been both of these cats. I've been the cat confidently leaping from the ground and landing somehow magically on the top of the door or with a bed under me, very impressively. I've also been the cat that jumps with equal confidence, but with less landing um, success. I've been a nailed it cat and I've been a failed it cat as well. For me, it depends on what I'm doing. For you, it depends on what you're doing as well. Uh, we all have different like strengths and weaknesses and gifts and talents. If you like put a microphone in my hand or on my face, like that is where I have been used and gifted, and I've done that a lot, speaking and singing, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, put me on a skateboard, and I am a failed at cat instantly. <laughs> um, I blame my mother for this one. She, I don't know if she like read a magazine article or saw a news story and they were like, kids dying on skateboards. But I was forbidden from even stepping foot on a skateboard. And so I just never learned to balance. And now I just fall over all the time. Um, but you know, we all have our different gifts, strengths, weaknesses. Sam, my wife, is an, a, a really great singer. You know that. It's one of her gifts. Anyone in this room who cannot sing at all and you're loud and proud about it? Anybody? I, okay. okay. I, you know, I often find people are lying about that sometimes. But either way, I love admitting when you're bad at something. We need to do this more often. Um, at convention, the speaker said, self, no, this, was, this spoke to me, self-promotion. You know people that are like braggy? And they promote themselves really, really hard. He said, self-promotion hides like a toddler. Have you ever played hide and seek with a child before? <laughs> and they just like freeze? Like in the middle of the room, they're like, you can't see me. And like, yes, I can. Self-promotion, bragging, like when you like slide in a humble brag in a conversation, it hides like a toddler. We can all see it. And um, I don't remember, I just was really looking forward to sharing that. I don't remember where that came from, right? <laughs> Admit when you're bad at things. That's what I was going to say. Admit when you're bad at something. You don't have to brag about what you're good about. Just do it. Just live it. When you're bad at things, admit it. Anyone uh, everyone in this room, everybody, even if you're shaking your head, no, you have strengths, you have talents, you have things that you are good at, and uh, we, all, we all do that. And, and like I said, it depends on what's in your hand. It depends on what's in your hand. So um, I also know that you are in a point, I you know, hang out with teenagers a lot, nothing weird about that. Um, the you are in a point in your life where you are trying to figure out these things. You're figuring out, like, what am I good at? Who am I? Who do I want to hang out with? Who am I safe around? Who do I have to be somebody different around? You're trying to figure out what you're good at. A lot of you have figured some of those things out. Um, you know that you're a musician. You know that you're maybe an athlete or an academic. Um, you know that you fit into some of these categories. Personally, I didn't act until eighth grade, and then I found out that I loved that. And um, I didn't preach until like junior year in high school, and then I loved that. I never edited a video until I was in college, and then I found out, oh, I love that. There's plenty of room for you to find more things that you are good at that you didn't know about. Tonight, we are talking about the Fine Arts Festival. It's the Fine Arts Fair tonight, and Fine Arts is an opportunity for you to do three things. Discover, develop, deploy your gifts. Discover the things that you're good at. 
develop them, get better at them, and, and practice and get feedback, and then deploy them into some sort of ministry, service, God's glory situation. Discover, develop, deploy your gifts. We love fine arts here. I personally have been impacted in a huge way. I would not be the musician, actor, speaker, human being I am today if I had not gone through fine arts. It really made a difference for me. Um, a lot of people in this room would say the same thing all kinds of different ways. Like if you're saying, I'm an introvert, I would never get in front of people. Um, there are categories for every type of art, basically every type of art you can think of. Um, there are like solo categories. So um, like you just practice a thing at home, whether it's a sermon or a, a song or a rap or a bunch of other, other stuff, stuff you practice at home, and then you do it by yourself. There are group things where you work with a bunch of friends where maybe you're meeting for practice every week and then you prepare this um, skit or worship band or whatever it may be. You prepare this thing together and then you present it. There are other things that you do beforehand and you don't like present them. You submit them, whether it be a photograph. There's a photography category or art. Like there's all kinds of art categories that you can draw or paint or whatever um, or writing. There's writing categories. You can make like just take a write a chapter in a book or a poem or whatever. Um, everybody has a way to get involved, uh, especially if you're trying to figure out what you're good at. This is a really good opportunity to try something new and see what happens. Fine Arts is a festival of art. So there's different levels of competition and um, you submit your piece of art, whether it's something that you send in ahead of time or something you perform or you know recite. Uh, you submit those things to adjudicators and they are like people that generally have an idea of, if, you know, if you're in the drama categories, they might be people that have stage acting experience or music experience for the music categories. And they will score you and give you feedback and say, hey, this is how this could be better. This part was really, really good. And they help you to discover, develop, and deploy your gifts for God. Um, we love fine arts here, and we just think it's a really great way for you to learn things that you're good at and also probably find some things that you're not good at, and I think that's perfectly fine. Submit something, and, and somebody, you know, you're, you get a lower score than you thought you would, and you're like, okay, well, maybe I'll try something else next year or I'll look forward to my other thing. These, this feedback is how we get better. It's a part of the develop idea. Um, so that's fine arts just a little bit. You're going to get a chance tonight to look at, in the back there is our fine arts fair. Uh, I'm going to release you. We won't do small groups tonight. We'll do fine arts fair, and you're going to get to look at each division that fine arts has, and uh, on there are some pictures of you know, friends from our past that have done it, some quotes about how fine arts was meaningful to them, and the list of categories of like what is exactly in the dance division. What kind of dance um, would you do? And you know, you're not going to learn everything you need to learn by that picture, but it's going to give you an idea. Um, there's also sign-up sheets right there that you can sign up your name and your category or categories that you're interested in. Make sure you, that you do that so that we can follow up, answer any questions you have. Uh, and that's what we're doing at the end. Right now, um, we are going to look at a biblical perspective about this and look at it from Exodus 4. Um, this is Moses and his interacted with, interaction with God in the burning bush. And we're going to look at the biblical perspective of why is it important for us to discover, develop, and deploy our gifts. And uh, I'm going to show you what, how I see this. Uh, if you don't know anything about Moses in the burning bush, I'll give you a little bit of background. Moses was a man, and he was a shepherd at this time. So he he lived a long life where he did really, really cool things. There was a point of his life where he was on the run. He had to leave his home because he was in trouble. And so he ran away uh, from his home, which he felt like an outsider at anyway. And so he ran away into the woods and he found this group of people that he was like, okay, this is going to be my new family. And uh, he, he did that. And so he was taking care of some sheep. And there was a point where he saw a bush and this bush or this you know, small tree was on fire 
but it wasn't turning into ash, which is what happens when you set things on fire, yes? You set a bush on fire, and it just burns up and turns into ash. So he was watching this. I don't know how long he stood there to look at that bush and said, it's not like burning up. It's clearly on fire, but it's not burning up. This was a very strange sight. Moses was confused. And then he heard a voice that said, Moses. And he looked around. He didn't see anybody. It said, Moses. And he realizes that the burning bush is speaking to him. A total normal Tuesday. (laughs) This bush on fire, not, no cap. This bush on fire, (laughs) not burning up, but it's speaking to him. A wild day for Moses. And when he finds out that this is God speaking through a burning bush, I don't know if that would be the first thing that I would think, but this is what, this is what happens. You're going to see he proves himself. And uh, God through, goes, um, he does this throughout the Bible often where he like speaks through you know, a situation or another person, or in this case, a burning bush. He does that today as well, just so you know. He, you know he, he communicates sometimes with a voice that you might hear God's voice tell you something. He also communicates through pictures. You might see a picture or you might have a, a feeling or idea that you just, it feels different. It's too smart for it to be from you and you know it's God speaking to you or speaking through somebody. Um, God does that today. He did it yesterday as well. So this bush and Moses have a conversation. And they say, God says three things to Moses that I think he's saying to us as well in the realm of using our gifts. So I'm going to go through these things. What's in your hand? Throw it on the ground. Take it by the tail. These three things. And um, I'm going to explain what God was saying to Moses and then what he's saying to us as well with these three things. So um, let's read the whole passage and then we'll break it down uh, a piece at a time. So this is Exodus 4, 2 through 5. Then the Lord asked him, what is that in your hand? Now this is Moses. He's a shepherd. So what does he have in his hand? Obviously a shepherd's staff, Moses replied, throw it on the ground. The Lord told him. So Moses threw down the staff and it turned into a snake. Another totally normal thing. Moses jumps back. And then the Lord told him, reach out and grab its tail. So Moses reached out and he grabbed it and it turned back into a shepherd's staff in his hand. Uh huh. Perform this sign, the Lord told him. Then they will believe that the Lord, the God of their ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob really has appeared to you. So when I see a burning bush and it starts speaking to me, God might not be the first thing that comes to my mind. I say, what kind of bush is this that's burning in front of me? Uh, And so then... He proves his godhood. He, he proves that he is God. He says things that only God would say. He knows things about Moses and, and, and gives, speaks with this authority that Moses has no question. Performs signs and wonders to show this is God. And the first thing he says to Moses is, what is that in your hand? What is that in your hand? Like I said, Moses was a shepherd. So the thing in his hand was a staff. Not quite like a little Bo Peep, but basically, yes, like little Bo Peep, <laughs> like a staff with a hook on the end, and they would use it for things to, you know, get a sheep that fallen down a, a ledge, might pick it up with a the thing. They would, you know, whack coyotes on the head, whatever they needed. This was the shepherd's staff that they had with them. So um, God didn't, what I want to point out is that God did not ask this question because God was like, I'm a bush with no eyes. I can't see what's in your hand, right? God knows everything. This is not how, God does not need to ask questions to gather information right? So God knew what was in Moses' hand. So why does he ask? So that he can draw Moses' attention to it. Moses carries his staff around every day. He carries this thing around everywhere he goes. He's like, what's on my hand? Nothing. Oh yeah, it's this stick that I carry around all the time. 
And so God was drawing his attention to his resources. Now, God is saying that to you as well. You might walk around singing songs in the shower. You might walk around doodling in your notebook. And this is the stuff you do all the time, so you don't even notice it. But God is saying to you, what is that in your hand? Not because he doesn't know, but to draw your attention to it. What is that in your hand? In your hand are the talents and abilities that God has given you. Everybody has something. Everybody has something. Some people are great musicians or painters or athletes or actors or mechanics or accountants or writers or hairstylists. Um, I can't list them all. There's just, just too many. So your staff, your shepherd's staff, is going to look different than Moses's unless you are tending sheep, which I will leave that possibility open if you are doing that. Your staff could be a microphone. It could be a paintbrush, a football, a wrench, a pen, or anything else that you use to use the gifts that God has given you. We all have something in our hand. God is asking us, what's in your hand? To draw your attention to it, to draw your attention to your resources. Through this process of looking to see what's in your hand, trying out new things, you're like, I'm not sure if this is in my hand. Maybe I'll write a poem. We are going to find some things that we're good at that we had no idea. And we're going to find some things that it turns out we are a failed at cat at, and that is okay. I had some trouble finding my gifts uh, as a kid. Many of you have heard this story. Actually, some of you have heard this story. I hope I delight some of you um, with it. I tried a lot of sports when I was a kid, not because I love sports, because my parents made me. So I basically did all the sports except basketball. And um, I tried wrestling. This was one that I was like, yeah, I think I could get into that. And so I tried wrestling. And, yeah, yeah, you know, like, with, you know, with the singlet, with the weird pants. Yeah, it is. I agree. Well, it's a little weird. Okay, it's a little weird. I could never see me doing it either. Okay, so third practice. Third practice ever. I had never done this. I got one move down. This is it. Ready? That's it. That's about it. The one I shot. I shooted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the one thing I knew how to do. Third practice. So if you've never done, like, looked, seen a wrestling meet or anything like this, they have, like, this giant foam mat that they put under you um, so that, like, when you get smashed on the ground, you don't, like, break your neck. So at the beginning of practice, we practiced on a basketball court. So we had to roll out this giant heavy mat. Like I said, it was this thick, had to cover the whole place. Very, very heavy. So third practice, we're about to start. And so I leap over the mat so that the whole team can roll the mat out. I was a little behind, okay? <laughs> a little behind the rest of the team. So I leap over the mat. Leap is a strong word. I step over the mat, and then the whole team begins to push the mat. I'm still straddling the mat. So, so at this point, they are over my foot. Shoe is caught underneath, can't get out, and then I just start screaming and screaming. And I had this mental picture where I can see my dad running from the parents' wall, you know, where they all lean against the wall together, running from the parents' wall, yelling and pushing against the other side of the mat while the whole team is pushing against him and my foot under the mat. So moral of the story is I broke my foot that day <laughs> and never wrestled again. <laughs> so I went home that night and uh, I don't know if you have this experience, but my dad was like not down with the ER. He was like, emergency room, what? He'll be fine. And my mom was like, no, you're going to the emergency room. Turns out, broke my foot. And that day, my wrestling career was over. I failed a cat with wrestling, personally. So it wasn't for me, but I tried. 
And that's what I want to experience for you. I want you to experience. I tried something. It didn't go well. I don't want you to break your foot, but maybe you'll get a bad score. That's not so bad. I want you to try something. Every single one of you have gifts and talents that God has given you. There's a huge variety of different things you could be good at, things you haven't even tried yet, and you have them. If you're shaking your head saying, ah, everybody but me, I promise you there's something that you're good at. You probably already know about it, and maybe you don't. So let me also say, no talent is better than another. We, like, especially in the church, we love to say, like, the singing talents are the best talents. And I just want to tell you that's just not true. Like, our, if we were all only singers in the church, we just would not be able to do it. <laughs> like, we would have a really great worship team, but that would be it. We need all kinds, we need administrative gifts. We need tech gifts. We need all kinds of gifts at the church specifically to make church happen, let alone the other types of gifts that may not be used on a Sunday morning, but can be used by God in other ways. That's a little talent, uh, a, t- a, t- a, t- a tangent. That's a little tangent. It's important that we take time to discover our gifts because God is asking us what's in your hand to draw your attention to it, just like he did with that with Moses. He wants to identify the gifts he's given us. And and figuring these things out might take some time. Think about what you like to do. Try something new. Practice the things that you do like and are good at. The next thing God said to Moses was, throw it on the ground. What is that in your hand? And then he said, throw it on the ground. So Moses takes his, his shepherd's staff and throws it on the ground, and it immediately becomes a snake. I read the Bible and the Bible says that this is a historical account where a stick turned into a snake. I believe a stick turned into a snake that day. Bizarre? Yes. Possible with God. So he throws his stick on the ground and it becomes a snake. And when he did that, he was submitting to a command from God, right? God said, throw that stick on the ground. And Moses says, okay. He says, you're the boss. I'm going to do what you've asked me. And he dedicates that stick to God and he throws it on the ground. God is saying the same thing to us. He's saying, what's that thing in your hand? Now that your attention is on it, throw it on the ground before me. Dedicate it to me. He wants us to take our talents and our gifts and abilities and throw them on the ground, dedicating them to them. Personally, I had to do this as well. Um, When I was in high school, I started playing bass guitar because your youth pastor is very cool, and I was in a band in high school. Very cool. We were just like a cover band. We weren't like a Christian band. Um, no. <laughs> no. There are some uh, videos out there that somebody sent me. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know how this, how this video. I don't think they're on the internet, but I have it on my computer. I don't think, I don't know how they even got this video. It was before everyone carried one in their pockets. I'll tell you that. Um, a little camera in your pocket. That was not the situation at the time. It's all grainy. I don't know if it was like a camcorder like yeah, that you had to crank. Probably, probably not that far. But anyway... Uh, my friend was looking for a bass player, and he was a friend of mine, and he's like, you know what, it would be cool if you were in the band. And he taught me how to play the bass, which was really cool. And I got paid to play music a few times, and that's a really, really cool thing that I got to do. So I played bass, and I sang in this band, and eventually, like, you know, people move, things happen, the band dies, and now I have this gift. Like, I have this talent, this thing, that, that this ability to play the bass, to sing, that my friend trained, trained me in, and... Now I can do this thing that I couldn't do before. So then I had to take a moment and dedicate this thing to God. I had to throw it on the ground because I had learned it for a different reason. Um, Again, we weren't like, you know, we weren't vulgar or like horrible music or anything, but like we weren't a Christian band. So I had to take this gift that I had had and I had to throw it on the ground before God. Eventually I did that. And I'm going to bring this point up again and 
talk about what I actually did. But this, this point is more about the throne on the ground is just dedication and saying, God, I know you've given me this gift. And so I dedicate it to you. I'm going to give it back to you. So show me how to do that. So I needed to acknowledge God had given me talents and I had to look for opportunities to develop these gifts like um, they do at fine arts. So I needed to use my gifts to glorify him. Um, I, I don't want to tell you this so that you think I'm awesome, but I want you to see like a really practical example of how God brings a talent into somebody or trains it into them and then they can deploy for him. That's just, it's just an example. So just like um, Moses threw his staff on the ground to dedicate to God, just like I learned the bass guitar and, and singing and I, you know, through choir and stuff, I, I learned singing parts um, and, and harmonizing and stuff. And, and now I've dedicated that to God and I can use it for God. And I think he's saying the same thing to you. God has, has given you the same command to throw it on the ground and you get the choice now. Are you going to take that opportunity to acknowledge God as the authority of your life or are you going to keep that for yourself and figure out ways to make money, find a romance, whatever you want to do with your gift? You could do that. I'm suggesting that we throw it on the ground and dedicate it for God's purposes. After God asks Moses, what's in your hand? And then commands him to throw it on the ground as dedication, he told him one more thing. He said, take it by the tail. Take it by the tail. After Moses' nope rope um, was slithering on the, on the ground for a little bit, God, God says, reach down and pick it up by the tail. To which I would have said, and no, thank you. <laughs> uh, but Moses was a you know, brave man of God, and uh, he just saw a snake, a, a stick turn into a snake, and you know he's still... Like, I'm not terrified of snakes, but I'm not just like going around picking them up. If God commanded me from a burning bush, maybe I'd trust him, but I, I'm just saying it would be difficult. Moses did it. He picked it up. Now, here's what would be difficult for Moses. Moses knows that you don't pick snakes up by the tail. Like, it might be intuitive. I pick it up with the end that has no teeth. However, if you've ever seen a snake slither around, if you pick it up by the tail, the, the one with the teeth is now free to go wherever your face is. So like you want to grab it by the head, like don't go doing this. This is not a, a suggestion for you to go play with snakes, but like you want to grab it by the head so you have the teeth part in your hand and it can't just fling around and bite you on the face. That's right, control of the dangerous end. So God says, and I think that's why it's in scripture because Moses would have known this. This is not the first snake he's had to deal with. He's taking care of his sheep. He knows you pick it up by the mouth. But God says, pick it up by the tail. Another, another way to say, like, do you trust me? Moses over and over again, God was asking Moses, do you trust me? And so he says, all right, pick it up by the tail. In this case, Moses was like, yes, I trust you. He picked it up by the tail. Eventually, so he picks it up by the tail and this snake that was a staff turns back into his staff, really a, a miracle. And so this staff would eventually be used by Moses all throughout his ministry. So like he, he would deliver the Israelite slaves out of Egypt, carrying this this staff. He would wave it, and this is what brought the plagues into Egypt. God used Moses. Moses used this staff as a tool. He, he stuck it in the water to split the sea. Like, this staff went with him, and it was a big deal. He would use it in war, and he would raise it up in war, and the Israelites would start winning. It was a miracle. God is saying the same thing to us. He's saying, what's in your hand? Throw it on the ground before me, and then take it by the tail and do something with it. If that second step is a dedication, this is my gift, I'm dedicating it to you. This third step is a, what are you gonna do about it? 
It's asking God, how do you want me to use this thing? He's saying to us, take it by the tail. There's a man named Ted Engstrom, and I love this, this illustration. He was a, le- a Christian leader, wrote some books, and was really, really smart. He tells a story about uh, cleaning out his desk. He was cleaning out an old desk, and he finds a flashlight in one of the bottom drawers. And he takes his flashlight out, and he flips it on, and it doesn't work. He's like, that's so weird. I was storing this flashlight here. I knew like, it was fine when I put it in there. And he flips it on and off. It doesn't work. And finally, he like, unscrews the thing to pour the batteries out and replace them, and like, the batteries won't come out. And so eventually he's like prying and smacking the thing on the back of it and he gets the batteries to come out. And he finds, I don't know if you've ever found a flashlight like this, but that the battery acid had leaked out of the, of the batteries and just destroyed the flashlight. This thing doesn't work anymore. He was like, you know, I put this flashlight away in a safe, warm, dry place. It should have been fine. So why was it broken when I went to use it? Because batteries are not meant to be stored in a warm, dry, safe place. Batteries are meant to be used. They're meant to bring power. So by not using the batteries for their purpose, they killed the flashlight. Not only did the flashlight not work, they ruined the whole thing. And I think God's saying to us, you have these things that I've given you. You have these talents, these abilities, these these gifts And I I want you to dedicate them to me, and I want you to do something with them. I want you to find a way to use them to give him glory in his kingdom. God is saying that to me and to you. Fulfilling the purpose that God created me for. Finding a way to use those gifts to glorify him. So for me, I had learned how to play the bass and sing with, with other people, and I acknowledged that my talents are for you, God. Show me how to use them, uh, and I dedicated these musical abilities. And nowadays, worship is basically the only music I play, which I don't think is a necessary thing. People, you know, all over the place are Christians and do music that isn't just worship. But for me, like, I am doing worship bands all over. I've done that all over the place. And I've had this this privilege to be used by God in this way because I've discovered, developed my gifts. And now I get to deploy them. I'm finding the purpose that God created for me. Way back to a friend teaching me how to play the bass, way back to learning, you know, how to sing in a choir in middle school and then high school and college, honing these gifts. You go back for those those training, developing times, and now I get to deploy them. I've dedicated them to God, and I get to say, how do you want me to do this? Again, I don't want to show you how good I am, but I want you to see this is how it works. (laughs) This is how God brings abilities out of you and shows you ways to use them for him. God wants you to take it by the tail. He wants you to do something for him that gives him glory with the gifts that he's given you. So this is going to look different depending on who you are, depending on what your gift is. If your gift is music, maybe it is on the worship team. If your gift is computers, maybe it's in the tech team. If your gift is sports, maybe you're going to witness to the people on your team. If your gift is humor, maybe God's given you a gift to connect with people. There's all kinds of different ways that this will look. This conversation that God had with Moses is a journey. Discover, develop, deploy is a journey. What's in your hand, throw it on the ground, take it by the tail is a journey. We're all on that journey somewhere. You could be in that first stage where you don't really know what you're good at. God's saying what's in your hand to to look and explore and try something new. That might be you. Fine arts might help you discover those gifts. You might be in that second stage where you kind of know what you're good at, but like you haven't really used them for God. You haven't really thought of them as something God has given you to give back to him. And you know, God is saying, let's develop these gifts as you dedicate them to me, throw them on the ground before you. You might be there. 
Maybe you're in the third stage. You know your gifts, and you're like, all about it. I get God has given me this thing, and, and now i got to give it back. Fine arts might help you deploy that gift into ministry to prepare a song, to sing on a Wednesday or a Sunday, to prepare a sermon, to give for three minutes of something. He, you might be on this take-it-by-the-tail step where you can really deploy that gift for God. Fine arts might be a part of that for you. I want this for you. God wants this for you, to use your gifts for him. So what's in your hand? Throw it on the ground. Take it by the tail. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word and thank you for what we can learn through it. God, I thank you that you use us to do your work. I thank you that as we get through this process, we get to deploy our gifts and you use us to bring people to you. You use us for really, really amazing things to accomplish your purpose, heaven on earth. You use us to do that. So God, I ask that you would help us um, to discover the things that we're good at. Students in this room that are wondering, what is in my hand? I don't even know. God, I ask that you would help them, give them guidance and give them courage to try something new that they might be bad at. God, I ask that you would help them to develop those gifts and get better at them and to dedicate them to you and recognize that all of our gifts and talents are from you. You've designed us this way. And God, help us. Give us wisdom and uh, creative opportunities to deploy our gifts to, to serve your purposes, Father. We thank you that you use us to do your work. We thank you for your word, what you're doing in this group. And we thank you specifically for Fine Arts tonight as a tool, as an opportunity to discover, develop, and deploy our gifts for you, Father. Thank you. In your name we pray. Everybody said, amen. amen, amen. Thanks for listening to this Apex Student Podcast. You can listen to more Apex teachings by subscribing on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We pray that this message has impacted your life and that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus.